0: I've said it before and I will say it again, the Toronto Blue Jays are America's team. And I say that with authority and certainty while in Dallas, Texas. Case in point, Blue Jays fans caught having sex during the game, allegedly. Now we've blocked out the image TMZ used, but I can tell you with some certainty that there is no allegedly. About it. I mean, you know, unless they both had a pants malfunction and fell over on each other at the same time. That does happen from time to time. Now, this is the Blue Jay Stadium, which has a hotel overlooking the game. Before, there have been incidents where people were seen having sex through the windows of the hotel. And like, if you need to have sex during the game, maybe that's the solution. But this was this was in the stands. Now, this is also following news from last week about another certain mouth-related incident happening at an Oakland A's game. Now, I love baseball, but I guess it can be a a bit boring for some, especially if you happen to be an Oakland A's fan these days. But maybe excuse yourself to a classy restroom stall or something where there aren't 30 roaming cameras at all times. It's just a suggestion. And as for the love, uh, the lovebirds up in the 500 section, at least they can rest easy knowing that they're only the second most amazing thing that has ever happened at a Blue Jays game. This, of course, courtesy of Major League Baseball.
1: It's, it's, you never want him to be that guy that... Oh. that uh, Who made
0: that catch? Look at this guy! <laughs> guy. Oh, he's, he's oh, to terrible, win that call. So, terrible call. Terrible call. This is a travesty. It's a sham. It's a mockery. Yeah, a it's a travesty are... mockery. Stu does America. You know... There are several videos on YouTube in which my amazing catch at that Blue Jays game is, is utilized in a montage that says, that is titled something like MLB's Worst Fans. I am, I am going to sue Google, sue Major League Baseball, sue, I'm suing you if you watch it, because that's just f- fraudulent advertising. That is one of the greatest moments in the history of sports you just witnessed. blazetv.com slash stew is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. If you're on YouTube right now, don't go to the baseball video. Stay right here and click like on this video. Drop a comment. Get a little algorithmic engagement comment going below right now. Glenn Beck is going to join me for an in-depth discussion today of Lizzo. California is experiencing some buyer's remorse with their electric vehicle push, but we start by doing Biden's campaign kickoff. Yes, we're here, everybody. We're getting to the midterms. Usually kind of kicks off after Labor Day. That's coming up right next week, right? Is, that, is it next week, Labor Day? I don't know. I don't keep track of your communist holidays, but I will say I will take the day off for them. Anyway, um, Biden is pledging more gun control and funding for police in safer America plan during Pennsylvania speech. I guess it's the one mildly positive thing you can take out of all of this craziness is the Democrats have now realized that defund the police is such a terrible position. They're sprinting from it. We'll see how long that lasts. Probably not that long. I will say Joe Biden. Had a very long speech. It was as rambling and incoherent as you might think. He was wrong on almost everything, as you might expect. But he wants you to know one thing about this material he's talking about. He wants you to be very, very clear about one central thing that happened
1: in this speech. See if you can detect it. Not a joke. Not a joke. And that wasn't hyperbole. I meant that. I'm not joking. No, I'm serious. This is not hyperbole. I'm not being facetious. And I mean it. Not a joke, for real, not a joke. I mean it. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Put all kidding aside, for real. No, I'm not joking, not a joke. I mean it, I really mean it. I mean this, I'm not being solicitous. Not a joke. What has happened, what? None of the things he says, no, nah, it's not a joke too. Did anyone ex-
0: believe it was a joke? I mean, he's making bad points. He's lying a lot of the time. Uh, maybe there are some conservatives in the audience who go, he's got to be joking on that one, right? No, not a joke. Maybe that's happening occasionally, but most of the stuff is just like random statements. Like, I think it's whenever people don't react the way he thinks. they're. I don't know what the pattern is here using the not a joke thing, but it's really irritating. And he's got like 10 different forms of it. That was one speech. One speech. Uh, Let's look at some of the other things uh, that happened here, because what's interesting about this speech is Joe Biden, of course, as you would expect by the media, is being praised for this speech. He's he's finally in campaign mode. He's getting the engines running after a tough time. Now he's turning on the gas. We could go through this. Maybe we will uh, later in the week or something. This supposed momentum shift that's going on with this election is really thin on evidence. We're acting as this, this is like uh, everything's changed. I'm not saying there's been no movement at all. There are some data points that support a slight move to Democrats as opposed to Republicans. But we showed you this the other day. Uh, you know, the estimated seats in the House have gone from 235 for Republicans to 231. Like, I mean, that's that, that, that that's not a news story. That's like a, a rounding error. We'll get into that maybe a little bit later, but he's, they're trying to basically say, okay, he's got his juju back. He's, he's going for it, he's got it now. He's going for it. This is Joe Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden, Jolton Joe at his peak. Here he is talking to a creepy, well, he's having kind of a creepy interaction
1: with a, with a nine-year-old. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. How are you, baby? How old are you? How old are you? Almost double figures. <laughs> <laughs> Who talks to him? How are you, baby? That's
0: not how, that's how we, that's how sex phone, phone sex workers address you. That's not how you address a nine-year-old in a crowded room. That's not, anyway. Um, most of this was uh, bizarrely about guns. We'll get into that here in a second. It also highlighted the bizarre sort of Joe Biden racism that we've all come to know and love when he just blurts out stories that we all know would mean the end of the career of any Republican who said them. And part of it is that he's just very old. And part of it is he doesn't really realize what he's doing. It's not always like some of it, I think, is ill intended. Uh, right. Like something like uh, what well, we went over yesterday with John Fetterman, also supported by Joe Biden, where yeah, they're just saying kind of basically black people are incapable of doing basic tasks of citizenry. Like that that's to me like there's some malice there. This isn't as much malice, but like again, picture a, an alternate world where a republican
1: tells this exact story and tell me we would not be talking about it on air for a month. My deceased son Beau, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down in the East Side, the book called The Bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area on the East Side. And you know where the you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. Hmm. So the area where there's only one white guy is
0: also the area with the highest crime and the best basketball. Can you imagine a Republican saying that? And can you imagine? What MSNBC would do with a clip like that, it would be on every broadcast for a month. The man would be tossed out, canceled. He loses access to his Twitter account. He'd be tossed out of his bank. Uh, His wife would publicly divorce him. Uh, He may be executed in the streets, but Joe Biden's like, ah, you know what? I've noticed black people really like basketball. And everyone's like, oh, okay, That's, that's totally fine. Totally normal. Whew. OK, um, he also uh, wanted to give you just a tad bit of a bizarre commentary about Mexicans.
1: <laughs> you know what the Mexicans are? Mexico, which has real problems causing us real problems. You know what their biggest complaint is? Can't we stop the gun, gun, gun trafficking across the southern border into Mexico? <laughs>
0: First of all, what the hell is he talking about? It's completely incoherent. You can't understand it. He's, you know, these he's, he's Mexican. Let me tell you about these Mexicans. All right. And I, here's the thing. I know a little bit about Mexico. I can assure you their number one complaint is not gun trafficking from the United States into Mexico. It would be a weird choice to move so many of your citizens from Mexico to America if what you were worried about were American guns when we have 450 million of them here. Why is there such a rush to the border If the the Mexican people are so utterly just terrified of guns. I don't think that's reality, but that's a whole nother story. Joe Biden also went to the well over and over and over again. He gave his typical, I've never seen a bear or a deer in a Kevlar vest. That was one of the clips where he says, I'm not joking. No one thought you, no one thought you seriously were worried about bears. and. But he also went to this kind of classic, and it's one of the points about on the gun debate that pisses me off more than anything else. It's just single-handedly one of the dumbest things you can ever utter when you're in the gun debate. Here's Joe Biden uttering it.
1: And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe. If you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun.
0: I'll get into the point in a minute, but there's something about his speech pattern that's really catching me here today listening to this. You ever like um, uh, if you think of like a heart, how it beats and it kind of gets, you know, it's boom, 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 boom. And you kind of think a picture like there's something about him when he speaks like his tongue is inflating and deflating in the middle of words. Like it's getting bigger and smaller, bigger and smaller all the time. So he can't really predict where his tongue may or may not be when he gets to a certain syllable. And it's just him trying to get through it. <laughs> like there's just like a weird, sorry, a little spittle there. Uh, it's just a weird, it's just, there's so, what's going on there? Is it just that his tongue is really old, doesn't want to move the right way for each syllable? Is that kind of where we are at this point? I would love to know if if there's a doctor out there. Dr. Oz, let me know what's going on. Does he not get enough crudité? What's the problem here? What's the problem, Dr. Oz? Somebody explain it to me. But the F-15 point is utterly stupid. It is designed to make you think of a scenario that does not describe the situation. Now, we all sit here. And we all hope that we will not have a civil war, that we will not go to war against the government. I'll tell you exactly why we avoid it all the time in just a moment. But let me first go through this argument. You don't need a, You need an F-15 to fight your government. Nothing's going to work w- with your AR-15. Okay. What this is specifically designed to do is probably the mental picture you just got in your head. Uh, they usually say, sometimes we'll say a tank, sometimes they will say F-15. But the, the idea is, You walk out on your front stoop, you look down your driveway and you see a tank rolling up. What are you gonna do with your AR-15? Nothing, they're gonna blow your house up and you're gonna die, right? That's the idea. The government has tons and tons of military power and would utilize it to kill you if you actually uh, got into some sort of conflict. It's not gonna do you any good. That is not how these situations play out. Again, we hope that we avoid them forever. But let us, I don't know, look back, let's say a year one year to watching Joe Biden with the world's most powerful military get run out of Afghanistan by a bunch of people in caves with guns. Occasionally, not even always. Sometimes IEDs, sometimes seemingly nothing. When, and and by the way, it wasn't just us, right? Previously, it was the Soviet Union, and their army. We've seen this in place, after place, after place, after place. Every empire that has fallen has a story of a very powerful uh, government being overrun by people with far fewer resources. I mean, that's the story he's trying to make true in, in Ukraine right now. It's the story of our founding. It is the story of the Revolutionary War. It is, a story that has been told a zillion times. And here's the thing. This is why it hasn't happened here in quite a, uh, a long time. It is really hard to control a country like Afghanistan with a bunch of people, a bunch of terrorists um, who, who are among the population with intent to come and shoot you with you know some weapons but not, certainly not highly armed. It is impossible, I believe, impossible to try to go door to door to a country with 450 million people and figure out how to win a war against them. You're going to take so many casualties, not to mention half your country, uh, your military is going to be like, whoa, uh, I'm not doing that to my, to my own people. But forget that for a second. Yes, you could nuke every city. You could. You could nuke every city. Then what country are you running? What's the purpose of doing such a thing? That's not what happens in these situations. It's very, very difficult to control a population that is heavily armed. And that's why we don't do a weekly constitution like everybody in Europe has done for the past century. We have one constitution, it's been sitting there for a very long time, we've kept our foundations pure because of the second amendment of that constitution which allows people to be able to hold weapons. We hope that we never put somebody in power who would do some terrible thing. But I mean, you guys are the ones warning us that Donald Trump was Hitler, right? Like, you know, you guys are the ones saying that, like, we've got uh, we've already had a president who was as bad as Adolf Hitler. What if the next one really is? What if somebody gets control and wants to do terrible things that will not happen, most likely, because. The American people are there to defend themselves. It would be almost impossible to try to mow through a population like that. You know, if the, if the Germans had 450 million guns, the World War II and the Holocaust would have looked a lot different. It would have. Uh, you know, it may have, st- it may have been very, very bloody still, but there would have been a lot more casualties on the Nazi side. And that's what prevents people usually from doing terrible things. All right. Um, Joe Biden also said he, he kind of went down the Beto route here. And I'm glad he did this to remind people in Texas in particular who Beto is. But here is uh, Joe Biden doing his uh, most. I, now, I will say Joe Biden doesn't have a, any sort of bacterial infection right now. So there is some separation point between uh, Beto O'Rourke and Joe Biden. But here's Biden doing his best Beto impersonation.
1: I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Oh. Determined. Now he's loud. He was quiet before. Now he's loud. I did it once before. No, you didn't. And I'll do it again. Mm. No, for many of you home, I want to be clear. It's not about taking away anybody's guns. In fact, we said... should be treating responsible gun owners as examples how every gun owner should behave. I have two no shotguns at home. <laughs> it's a long story, but I am not opposed to guns. But I support the Second Amendment, and I support the Second Amendment. But the no, Second don't. Amendment has one of the most... One of the most conservative justices in history, Justice Scalia once wrote, like, quote, like most rights, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. Yeah, but you know what, I will say, your power to overwhelm the Second
0: Amendment is very, very limited. Uh, There may be some fringe cases. I mean, Scalia talked about anything that you can carry. That was basically Scalia's line. Anything you can carry. Uh, The two two, uh, main points of the restrictions here. And and again, like I think there's questions about this. I I love Scalia. He's one of my favorites. Uh, But I don't know that he's he prop to my mind properly um, uh, adjudicated this. But I will say his lines were, can you carry it? So it's not tank, right? Not a nuclear missile. Um, and does it, exp- uh, does it uh, fire uh, like, a, like a gun, basically? Does the explosion happen on your side? Is it one of those things where, you know, it's not like a, a, a rocket-powered grenade might not be a, a situation because it's exploding, uh, not in your hand, but uh, far, far away? That's the type of thing that has he showed about his limitations, not assault weapons. You know he didn't assault weapons was not the line there. And uh, I don't think there is any evidence that that would be an appropriate line. I think it would be ruled unconstitutional uh, post-Heller uh, without question. Anyway, that's a long, uh, a long side story uh, to that one. But I will say it, it was, he did do that kind of thing where he just gets really loud and really quiet. I don't know what he's doing here. This, it reminded me of the Austin Powers uh, situation where he just has no control of his voice.
2: I'm having difficulty
0: controlling the volume of my voice. <laughs> right? So listen, I, listen to this clip. I, I, it seems like he's, I don't know, did he get electrocuted in the middle of this clip? Why did he go from so quiet to so loud? Listen to this.
1: You know what some of the parents had to do? Supply DNA. Supply DNA. His AR-15 just rips the body apart. Could not identify, could not identify Whoa. the body. A 20-year-old kid can walk in and buy one? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the yes. What, so you're fine with a 21-year-old, but not a 20. Oh, God, they're so stupid. Um, we'll get into more of the gun stuff maybe another time. Um, what I do want to here, hit here is the, is the campaign kickoff. This is Biden trying to get his energy going, trying to get his mojo back, trying to go for it here. And you see what they're attempting You see what they're attempting. He's got another big speech tomorrow on the same uh, sort of uh, campaign trail uh, idea. What they want to do is run against anything other than their own record. They want they don't want to tell you about inflation. They don't want to tell you about the border. They don't want to tell you about Ukraine. They don't want to tell you about the covid misspending. They don't want to tell you about uh, all the illegal things they've done. They don't want to talk about Joe Biden's uh, corruption. They don't want to talk about any of that stuff. They want to talk about Donald Trump. They want to talk about Donald Trump. That's what they do. Donald Trump's not on the ballot. Donald Trump can't be elected in 2022. That's impossible. Even though he does seem to be suggesting it from time to time. That is impossible. They want this to be about Donald Trump because, number one, it's comfortable ground for them. They've been doing it for years and years and years and years. They know how to do it, they think. Number two, they think they can win. Now, you can look at this and say what you want to say about the upcoming presidential election. They may be wrong on this. They were wrong in 2016. They wanted to run against Donald Trump then. They got that wish and they lost. That might happen again. But this is what they want to do. They don't want anyone to think about what they're actually doing. They want you to think about Donald Trump. And of course, Donald Trump is always the center of attention. He likes that as well. So the media and Donald Trump are all playing into this big thing where all we're talking about is Donald Trump, a guy who's not on the ballot, And instead of talking about Joe Biden, who also isn't on the ballot, but his policies are actually affecting the country right now. We're we're worried about documents. uh, uh, The guy's in in the closet of the former president. That's the topic right now. That's the top of our news cycle. That's the thing that's dominating the news instead of everything that's happening to the United States of America right now. That is what they want. This is the distraction they're trying they're trying to have you look anywhere else than where they're doing the magic tricks so don't take your eye off the ball you got to make sure you're watching very very closely and when i say that i want you to know sincerely it is not a joke
1: not a joke not a joke and that wasn't hyperbole I meant that. I'm not joking. No, I'm serious. This is not hyperbole. I'm not being facetious, and I mean it. Not a joke, for real, not a joke. I mean it. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Put all kidding aside, for real. No, I'm not joking, not a joke. I mean it, I really mean it. I mean this, I'm not being solicitous, not a joke. (laughs)
0: Joey, got it, it's not a joke. You know, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things that you can do, and it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with the right real estate agent. Generally speaking, uh, our homes are our biggest investment, and that's a lot of responsibility, and you need an agent who can take that seriously. It's why I recommend realestateagentsitrust.com. Yes, they work with only the best agents in every market, and they do their homework, talking to every agent before inviting them to join the network, And the big one is, of course, they only work with full-time professionals. No part-timers, no inexperienced agents. The team makes the introduction, follows you through the buying process and or the selling process, whichever one you're doing, and make sure that you're satisfied the entire time. Why not make this go the right way, for once. Big transactions have a way of going awry. Don't let that happen to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find the best agent in your area, whether you're buying a home, selling a home, no matter where you live in the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Get some basic info to the team, and they will hook you up. And Once again by Glenn Beck. He has a brand new special coming up next at 9 p.m. Eastern, right after this stupid show. It's called Dollars and Descent. I want to say dollars to donuts every time I read that. Dollars and dissent, countering woke destruction with a new economy based, I would guess, on donuts. Exactly right. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly right. We're going into the donut business. Yeah. Uh,
2: which I would like mm. a lot. I, I would like that it's too. family business. We should but, bring. We yeah. should have donuts for every one of these interviews. Yeah, I would like to talk to you, you know, before whatever it is you want to talk about. Sure, that'd be much less interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about Lizzo. Because everybody wow. is talking I, about Lizzo. I mean, everybody. Everybody. Are they? Is everybody that... who's anybody, you know. Um, now, Lizzo, in case the viewer may not know, mm-hmm. I'm pretending, because of course you know. Stu doesn't, but he'll feel bad. Uh, so for those listeners that may not know who Lizzo is... Mm-hmm. Um, How would you describe her? How I would, would you describe dis- her work? I would say she's a fat, <laughs> disgusting, no. no-talent hack but that's a nice tie clip
0: oh so anyway thank you so uh liz thought <laughs> oh, maybe there was more so, coming to that but hmm? no okay so she's no. um uh, she's a, a rapper would, it, would that be a fair okay a fair sure a peloton instructor sure we know that she is actually a peloton instructor big as a house uh <laughs> she is don't too. know and i'm look but beautiful
2: look at me. but look beautiful no, no, as big as a house and not beautiful. <laughs> but neither am I. No. So, I mean, you know, but even... <laughs> but you don't have the gall to be a Peloton instructor. No, and no, and one, no says one would you have say to be beautiful. I'm beautiful. Right. No one says, but Glenn... You know, take your shirt off. I think your flab is just gorgeous. Nobody says that no. because it's not true. Look, I- but we're supposed to say that about Lizzo because so- supposedly it's true. No, it's, not true. it's unhealthy, it's ugly.
0: I mean, look, I'm going to leave it at that. Some people have their. They're things, you know. Some people have some. They like they like them uh, certain shapes. You know what I mean. People have their preferences. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just about saying it's. That, y- if it's you love it, great. Beauty. You
2: can say I love it. I gotta know. I like them. I like them big around. round. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. It's up to each person. <laughs> Don't make me say it's nice right. or healthy. And it is. And, and
0: if you Peloton, if, and then you're also told that like some supermodel. Oh, she's just disgusting. She, she doesn't eat, it. She, she looks so thin. It's like, yeah, she looks fantastic, actually. I mean, I, I gotta tell you, she looks great. And someday <laughs> that will change, is. normally. Right, naturally, that will change.
2: We'll yeah. go back to liking big Rubenesque people. Maybe that's and true. And paint naked Paganies of their butts so you can hang it in your parlor.
0: But the weight of Lizzo gets around the real point is that
2: she's, been oppressed for some time. She, well, because she's doing work for Peloton now. I don't know how many seats have been lost. <laughs> the Peloton bikes are oppressed. That
0: we know. Those yes. seats have been lost. And yes, they've been lost mm-hmm. somewhere. somewhere. She's
2: like, I don't know what happened. Where the hell my seat? Where the hell my seat? It's in my butt. Now, that's a new song she's working on. There's a lot less buildup in your version than the real version of that song. <laughs> well, no, it's really not. No, it's really not. Because no? this is, and you know, a lot of people will make fun of her and say, Glenn, how dare you say she's big, fat, disgusting, and no talent? Listen to the talent. Okay, All right, okay. let's hear it. All right. Mm-hmm. This, this is called this, Phone. This is a real song. This is a real song. Mm-hmm. This is called Phone. Where the hell my phone? Where the hell? <laughs> My phone. Where the hell my, where the hell my phone, huh? How am I, how am I posed to get home? (laughs) Where the hell my phone, where the hell my phone, where the hell my, where the hell my phone, huh? How am I posed to get home? Now I'm not, I'm. These are deep questions. These are deep questions. These are deep questions. So, here she is. Well, let me let me set the scene a little bit more okay, with the yeah. second step. Because we don't know where she is, we yeah. don't know what's going on. Okay. 215 and the lights came on. Where the hell my phone? Mm. See, it's 215. Right. So she we lights just came on. Yeah. Looking around, like, where's my phone? <laughs> Looking where my homies went. Where the hell my homies went? Where the hell my homies went? How am I posed to get home? How am I posed to get home? I don't know what posed is, Mm. but walking home with my feet on sore. That's not um, English. Walking home with my feet on sore. What the hell these Louboutins for? Oh, this is the oppressed person. The oppressed she person. Has, uh, now picture this. This mm-hmm. is really difficult. She was with her homies, right. Her friends, and they were all like some very. That yeah, yeah. Well, I know you don't come no, up on the mean helpful. streets like I do. Um, so she's on the streets. Mm-hmm. It's two o'clock in the morning. So the I think the bar is just closed, right? Bars just. The closed. lights come on. Come on mm-hmm. Okay. So the lights come on. She apparently has been unaware. That it's this time because the <laughs> lights come on and she's like, where the hell my phone, where the hell
0: my homies went? It's implied that there may be a substance abuse issue going on here. <laughs> I, I, that's just something. She I, might
2: have had her face in a bowl full of pasta.
0: We well, don't know. Yeah.
2: Okay, so, so she wakes up and then she's wearing her Louboutins and she's like, what, what are these Louboutins for? Now you might say to walk in. Right. But but but, but you know, Louboutins are just to lengthen the leg of a woman to make her uh, leg look a little more shapely, which I don't think she needs. No, she's already perfect the way she is, Glenn. I have to tell you, I have new respect for the people who make those little spikes of Louboutin shoes, the heels, yeah, the heels, the little teeny spikes Mm -hmm. that. Structurally, take, how is that possible? I don't know, but that material I don't think can
0: melt. It's like steel <laughs> can melt, but I don't think that could melt. It's those shoes holding her up is like how I look at a giant cruise ship and wonder how it floats. Like yeah, it just I, know. I know it does, but it right. does. I don't know exactly. how it does right. exactly.
2: So she says, "How am I? How am I? How I'm?" posed to get home, I'm sorry I'm butchering these, Mm -hmm. Uh, walking home with my feet on sore, what these Louboutins for, what these Louboutins for, walking home and it's damn near four. So now she's been out on the streets, the mean streets, for two hours walking home.
0: This is longer than you know, a 15-minute Peloton workout. This is, a, this is a real strain for Lizzo at this point. All right. This is the oppression. Now, now the, well,
2: no, the oppression is about right. to be pointed out here. Okay, I'm sorry. What the hell are these Louboutins for? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's oppressed, wearing those heels yeah, at it, night. How much would a pair of Louboutins cost? Oh, I don't even know. 1200 $1, okay, yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was
0: getting it looking real cute i'm sure she was now whose analysis is there a scientific study that supports that analysis? that tells me she is at the blind man's bar <laughs> okay i feel like that statement by her was not peer-reviewed
2: exactly that's that's what yeah I think. and yeah. i think you know i'm at the blind man's bar mm-hmm. the blind guy thought he was with a group of ladies right maybe okay yeah okay <laughs> These, so, this
0: group of ladies this is group, very cute these
2: group, this group of ladies is beautiful <laughs> uh, yeah I was getting it looking real cute up in the club man how do you do hair ain't a don't Hair, hair is a do oh that's clever oh he fine what
0: up with you I think that we're having a problem jumping into who she's speaking to. Like, there, It's not consistently written. Sometimes she's speaking to the audience, sometimes See, that's, she's speaking
2: that's, to... That's your whiteness speaking there. Oh. You come from this white privilege that all lyrics need to s- make sense. sense. Yeah. Or that mm-hmm. lyrics should reflect, mm-hmm. reflect any kind of point. <laughs> okay.
0: You know what I mean? Well, I think the point quite clearly is that she does not know where her phone is and she would like to get home, but she's not sure how that can occur without her phone.
2: Well, but she's also now also saying, "I don't have any friends. I was just this slut whore at the blind man's club, <laughs> no. wearing Louboutins. That's luba- not in the louboutins. That's oh, what it's, it's wearing the louboutins. Okay. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get a ride home. Even I'll put out. Just get me home. Oh, is that, is that really? What she, is she trying to put out for a ride? Well, where all my homies went, she was doing well. Right? She right. said I was doing well. And then she wakes up and the lights come on and she's like, where all my homies went? So now I don't have a ride home. She didn't plan on walking home. She's like, hey, I got a call because everybody I know just abandoned me here, Mm -hmm. you know, and they didn't even
0: leave one of those white sticks that I could find my way home with. (laughs) Right. So that's an interesting. I see. I thought it was more like she's there with a group of friends. Her friends leave. She can't find her phone. She can't get home. You're saying she was looking for a friend to hook up with to get. Drive her home. That's what ha- is happening in the song. I think that's why you wear twelve hundred
2: dollars shoes. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I either, so okay, I don't have twelve hundred dollars shoes. so I don't. I don't either. So I don't know. Uh, but uh, how am I posed to get home? She's upset now <laughs> because she's oppressed. It's because she was black that she oh. wasn't picked up that night. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She didn't find somebody that found her Rubenesque figure. Right. Uh, uh, just. Fascinating, beautiful, and sexy hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even the Louis Vuitton shoes
0: didn't matter. Wow. Because she was black. Okay. That's a fact. <laughs> I didn't necessarily plan on uh, 10 minutes of, of Lizzo analysis. Quite honestly, neither did <laughs> I. <laughs> but I, I was fascinated <laughs> by it, I will say. Um, let me, but before we go, uh, let me ask you about a slightly more interesting celebrity interview Rob Schneider. Yeah. You had him on the podcast this He's past great. week. Can you give me give me a minute or two on this? Because I, I think this is a, this is a fascinating conversation. Love the guy. Yeah. Love the guy. Didn't know what to expect.
2: Um, it, it was weird sitting across the table from somebody you've seen in movies and, you know, on Saturday Night Live forever. Um, and he's just a normal person. Uh, and he at one point said, you know, he said, your career's not going out. Uh, you're clearly at the end of your career because nobody puts this on their resume and then follows yeah. it with. And I got big stuff after that. <laughs> and then I won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't happen. No. And we laughed about it. And he said, you know, I don't care about my career. And then he got really serious and he said, I really care about my children and what kind of country they're going to live in. Because if we lose this, we have nothing. Mm. Um, and the left has gone crazy. It, it, it became uh, trending, uh, I guess, last night. I hate when people love their country or feel emotional. Yeah, about they, it. if they you it. if you hate your country, mm-hmm. they'll give it. you any award. Mm-hmm. You love your country, and you're doomed. Mm. And the guy has—I mean, he said, "I've already made my money. I saved my money." And he said, uh, "I've already made my money, so I don't really don't care." <laughs> he said, "But it bothers me because I'm—I did a movie. It's called uh, Daddy Daughter Trip." Right, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's only releasing in one theater chain, one. And I said, why is that? And he said, because I went to all the people who I've made movies with, made millions of dollars. They know this movie. He said, this movie's good. They know that this would make them money. They won't do it because I'm a conservative. Hmm. And he said, so I went to Harkins and Harkins was the movie chain that said, okay, we'll just release it here on Harkins. So he knows his career is over. Um, but it's, it's fascinating because he's not, he's not like a MAGA guy. I don't think we didn't talk about that, but I, I don't think he's a MAGA guy. He's just like, can
0: we not hate our country? Can we, (laughs) can we not intentionally tube it here? You know? (laughs) Yeah. That's good. It's a great conversation. Um, and it's available now for everybody, right? Um, if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you can get it early, but this one's out already for everybody, wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure to check it out. On YouTube. Uh, YouTube as well. Uh, Glenn Beck uh, also has a new special on tonight, Dollars to Donuts, countering woke (laughs) destruction with with a new economy mainly based on pastries. It's coming up tonight at 9 p.m. right after this stupid show. And check out the Blaze TV subscription as well. You'll get that. You'll get the podcast early. You'll get this stupid show, lots of stuff. BlazeTV.com slash stew. Code is stew. Glenn, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Earlier today before we got into the lyrics of Lizzo we talked about Joe Biden and his uh, his important comment when he
1: said15s and I thought
0: that was a pretty good point um, now he, uh, he said that f-15s uh, are going to be what the government attacks you with so I guess now we're just all being threatened by f-15s um, but uh, your guns won't help you uh, when that goes on and I you know I mentioned It's been a year now, only a year since he lit Afghanistan on fire. And now people in Afghanistan do have F-15s, which is convenient, I suppose. But they, uh, tribesmen, were able to overrun the most powerful military and kick us out of our own embassy and our own air bases because Joe Biden sucks. That's a sort of a short sort of summary of what's going on here. Um, So. Of course, we, when all of this went down, we decided to celebrate the wonderful things Joe Biden has done for the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Yes, the Taliban is well in control now. Now, I will say the country's a total crap heap right now. Uh, they're having all sorts of problems. So we've hurt all the people that we uh, were trying to help there and, of course, left us um, really with nothing to show for it. But that's, the, that's a totally separate point. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, did win the person of the year from the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, Taliban Joe, and you can uh, celebrate with your commemorative item. (laughs) The mug, of course, we have here. Uh, You've got the uh, postcards and, I think, T-shirts and all sorts of stuff. You can check it out at StuDoesMerch.com, or I think it's TalibanJoeMerch.com as well. I don't know. Check it out. Uh, You'll get 10% off if you use the code Stu10. StuDoesMerch.com. Get all the stuff from the show. StuDoesMerch.com. Huge scandal in Pennsylvania as Dr. Oz caught on tape saying abortion is s- still murder at any stage of pregnancy. This is the Republican candidate, right? Why would this be a hidden leaked audio story? I don't understand. He, On his website, it, he has 100% pro-life. Now, I don't know. You might question that about Dr. Oz. I, I, that may be a new position for him, but I don't see why it would be a big scandal that he said the thing that's on his website privately. That's actually what we want politicians to do. So I, I don't know why that's a story. Uh, Fet- I do know why this is a story, though. Fetterman is now rejecting Dr. Oz's offer to hold a debate. He was offering some concessions uh, to try to get him to do this. because as F- And Fetterman basically completely admitted this. He's having trouble speaking and, and, and working through thoughts. Uh, and so he uh, he's saying, oh, I can't believe he's mocking me. That's the that's his out on this. I can't really talk. I can't really do this job. I can't really speak. I can't be nimble on my feet. So I can't do a debate. And the reason I'm going to use to get out of the debate is I don't like Dr. Oz. He's being mean to me. That's kind of where he's going right now. This is embarrassing. The race is tightened up. I said to you, I thought this race would tighten up from the 13, 14, 15, 16 point uh, margin. I didn't really expect it until maybe late September, early October. We're seeing it now already within four points. So it's going pretty quickly. California is California. Gavin Newsom is Gavin Newsom. And now California, of course, they said they're going to eliminate gas powered cars by 2035 and uh, go all electric. And we kept saying, like, how are you going to power all these electric cars? You don't have any power. Well, um, here's the thing: they now don't have any power, and they're telling people not to charge their electric cars. <laughs> uh, they said, "Don't uh, to set your thermostats to 78 degrees. Avoid using large appliances and charging electric vehicles." It's incredible. How predictable is this? It's just absolutely amazing. We may need to go more into this electric car situation tomorrow because it's really frustrating. We should mention, though, uh, uh, Gorbachev passed away, former Soviet leader. He was 91 years old. I was fascinated by the op-eds or the uh, the, uh, the, the announcement of the death uh, that, that I saw everywhere. One of of the ones I I read was talking about how, like, he failed because he, you know, uh, he basically screwed up the country and that's why it collapsed. That's uh, maybe the Soviets believe that. I don't think our institutions should say that they were on the path of this happening. He he tried to do some some um, some. I don't know, changes in the way that, you know, they run their economy there and and to to liberalize the rules a little bit and make it, you know, bring in outside aspects of capitalism. There's some reasons to believe that uh, maybe they sped up the collapse a little bit. Uh, Obviously, we thought that was a good thing, and I think it was good for the Russian people, at least for a while. But uh, I will say the idea that he failed and that he was the cause of the collapse is ridiculous. Socialism, communism was the cause of the collapse. It was always unsustainable. It was a house of cards that was already falling over. He just happened to be in there as it was happening. Uh, anybody, any other president uh, who, or any other leader of, of the Soviet Union that was there at that time would have met the same fate. Um, And now, uh, he is gone, he's gone. A lot of, of, both the really bizarre praise, like he was a superhero, which he was not, and also the idea that you're blaming him for the fall of the Soviet Union, which is, I thought something we agreed on was a good thing, but hey, I'm not in the media, apparently, because uh, whatever that media is over there doesn't look anything like me. Okay. So here's what happened. If you're a parent, like I am, and you have younger kids, you've probably said something, some version of the phrase, if you don't stop X, Y, or Z, we're turning this car around. It's sort of a basic piece of parenting. Well, this happened on a Southwest Airlines flight recently where the pilot had to say basically that. Here's the
2: deal, this continues while we're on the ground. I'm gonna have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's gonna have to get off. We're gonna have to get security involved. Oh. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, let's
1: send a naked picture. Let's get yourself to the
0: combo. <laughs> Apparently, passengers were airdropping naked photos to each other. It's called cyber flashing. Uh, so in case you wanted to know what that is, I know Hunter Biden, if you're watching, you already know. We'll see you tomorrow.